I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The Fantasy Football Insider on WPXI Now. Brought to you by Cal U. Welcome to WPXI Now, and yes, it's time for the Fantasy Football Insider, brought to you by Cal U. Our friends there are bringing this to you, and uh, our friend on the other end of this Zoom is Chris Carter from DKPittsburghSports.com. How are you, I'm Chris? doing great, Albie. How are you? We're doing great. You know, last year, and it's it's, it's something we were, we were, I at least was very happy to that there was no record of it, but we uh, we sang "Rapper's Delight" at one point uh, just to test just to test my memory from way back in the day. Well, I think that the theme song should this we should go back to '77 and we should come up with "Earth, Wind, and Fire" fantasy. What do well, you? That's think? a pretty good one. That's a pretty good. One. I like "Earth, Wind, and Fire." My favorite "Earth, Wind, and Fire" jam is in the, in, "In the Stone." Though I love that song. Yes, yes. There's a lot of good ones. I just uh, I just thought in honor of this show, maybe we'll we'll go back in uh, to my spinning the labels between the tables days. Um, all right. Uh, it's been a to say that it's been a, a wild week. This was the longest NFL week in history um, uh, based on the fact that the Steelers kept having their postponement. But they did get that game in with the Ravens. Uh, so it's on to the next week. And let's look at where we are now with fantasy. And starting with who's hot, and at the top of the list is a name that we've seen several times over the past several weeks. Yeah, Deshaun Watson's been really feeling it, Albie. He's hot all over the place. 17 of 25, I mean, only 25 attempts in this game, but 318 yards, four touchdown passes. But, Albie, and we'll get to this in just a bit, he lost a key receiver this week who's, who was out, who's out for the rest of the season because he's been suspended for using PEDs. The other quarterback, a guy who's kind of popped around, you know, he's good some weeks, bad the next, but – Kirk Cousins, you got to give him credit, 34-45 for 307 and three touchdowns, no interceptions, looking good for the Vikings, trying to keep them in contention. And who's looking good at the running back position? Well, Antonio Gibson, the rookie for Washington, he exploded this week, Albie. 20 carries, 113 yards, and three touchdowns. He was the star of Thanksgiving, pushing Washington over the top in their blowout win over the Cowboys. He'll be someone the Steelers got to watch this week. The other guy, Latavius Murray, which is a surprising name because he's the backup for the Saints, and they have Alvin Kamara, and he's healthy. But for whatever reason, Sean Payton sees Latavius Murray as a good option, a better option, while Taysom Hill's at quarterback and Drew Brees is recovering. And so Latavius Murray, 19 carries, 124 yards, two touchdowns. Since Brees has been out, Murray has nine more carries than Kamara. That's concerning. If you're looking at a guy, you want to get grab Murray right now. Well, I know that uh, you always follow the numbers, but you uh, you tend to be high on Jarvis Landry a lot at wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's, it's tough because Baker Mayfield's his quarterback, right? And, and he's not a fantasy machine. But Landry is really stepping up for the Browns in the absence of Odo Beckham Jr. Eight catches on 11 targets, 143 yards and a touchdown. He's still a supreme athlete that's going to make it tough for defenses. So Jarvis Landry's a guy – Allen Robinson, a Penn State guy that some people that some people are still still having having faith in. He just needs a, he just needs a chance in Chicago. He's got Mitch Trubisky, but even with Mitch Trubisky, eight catches, thirteen targets, seventy four yards, 
two touchdowns. This is the Fantasy Football Insider brought to you by Cal U. Uh, we're talking about who's hot this week and who's hot at tight end. Dallas Goddard, a guy I've been telling y'all on the waiver wire to pick up the past few weeks. <laughs> he, he delivered for the Eagles again. I'm telling you, Carson Wentz, even when he's playing poorly, he loves his tight ends. Uh, Ten targets, seven catches, 75 yards, and a touchdown. Got to love that production from him. Oh, a guy that I told you to pick up months ago in the waiver wire. Robert Tonyan for the Packers is back. Five catches on all five targets, 67 yards, and a touchdown. But for anybody on the list of who's hot, there's somebody on that list of who's not. And let's start off by talking about Alex Smith and his his problems. Yeah, Alex Smith, I mean, he's still just the dink and dunk quarterback. You know, it's a great story, and he he deserves a ton of credit for getting back to the NFL after what happened to him. But 19 of 26, 149 yards through the air, only a touchdown and interception, that's a little nightmarish. And now he's got to go up against the Steelers defense. I'm staying away from Alex, Alex Smith in fantasy, despite all the great stories. Um, of, of the year for him but the biggest letdown this week Albie was Derek Carr he was up against the Falcons who were one of the worst defenses in stopping quarterbacks this season and he blew it it was abysmal they only put six points up on the board he looked like the Derek Carr of the past few years where he just looked helpless it was rough and the Raiders are in trouble if that's their offense for the rest of the season anytime you use the word abysmal I think that we can uh, pretty much uh, figure out what's going on uh, who's uh, not so good at running back? Right now, it's two rookies that were really, you know, everyone was exciting about, excited about the beginning of the season. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the first running back taken off the board by the Chiefs. He was on fire to start the season, Albie. This last game, only 11 carries, 37 yards on the ground, not really much more through the air. He, it seems like the Chiefs are just willing to balance him and Le'Veon Bell. And not that Bell's getting a whole lot of touches himself, it's just been rough for him. And then in the, the Eagles rookie, Miles Sanders, only six carries, 15 yards. You know, Boston Scott has been getting a lot more work at the running back position for the Eagles. Both of these guys are kind of in flux right now. They can bounce back, but certainly troubling if you pick them early in your draft and they're sitting on your bench right now. All right. Who's next on the not-so-hot list? Michael Thomas with, with, uh, with Taysom Hillen has not been good. Only four catches on six targets for 50 yards, no touchdowns. That's a huge letdown for anyone who picked him first in, in their fantasy draft. And I was one of those people, Albie, but I traded him weeks ago, so I'm feeling better about my trade now. Um, but the big letdown, of course, is Will Fuller the fit. He would he would have been my my on fire receiver. He, he him and Deshaun Watson have been lighting it up. But he you know he admitted that he took a substance that was illegal in the, in the NFL. He thought it was a safe substance. He trusted his doctor. It didn't work out. Stinks for him, but he's not going to be able to play. Our tight ends though that that had a rough week, Albie. Darren Waller, surprisingly, I thought he was going to do well against the Falcons, but hey, Derek Carr. And the guy that I told you all not to play last week, Tyler Higby, only one catch for six yards. I told you, don't mess with that Niners defense when you got a tight end. <laughs> well, I, I would say if you're on the not-so-hot list and, and you're also suspended, uh, that's a double whammy because you don't want to be on your not-hot no, list. No, that's, that's the last place you want to be if you're, if you're a player. That's where I'm telling fantasy players, stay away. Just don't try it. All right, that's who's hot and who's not. Coming up, Chris has some thoughts on where you should go with the waiver wire this week. Lots of good, uh, maybe diamonds in the rough, ready to be inserted into your lineup and help you out. We're back with more of the Fantasy Football Insider brought to you by Cal U right after this on WPXI Now. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. 
Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Insider. You're watching WPXI now. We're glad you've downloaded the app. And we're glad that you're with us to get the wisdom from Chris Carter and his Chris the Wall. And, uh, you know, this is a very important part of the show because this is a very important part of any fantasy team. Um, scanning the waiver wire, trying to figure out who you might be able to insert in your lineup or maybe just provide as a backup. So who are we starting with this week in the waiver wire? Who do you think people should be targeting? Well, it's surprising. But when you look at the numbers across a lot of leagues, Kirk Cousins isn't on most teams, and he just had a big week, Albie. I'd scoop him up really quickly. Again, I'm not throwing him in as a starter if I got a great starter on my hands. But, but if I'm struggling at quarterback, I'm looking right at Kirk Cousins, putting him on the rock and say, hey, man, maybe you can rock out for two more weeks for me. But I'd certainly stash him on there. Ryan Fitzpatrick stepping up in place of Tua Tagovailoa, who uh, they, the, the, the Dolphins seem to feel confident in. Ryan Fitzpatrick had the most roller coaster career of anybody in the NFL. So, you know, he's on fire some weeks, then he's not some weeks, then he's not even playing other weeks. It's a weird ride, but he's another guy. If you're desperate for a quarterback to fill out your bench, Ryan Fitzpatrick, worth a look. Anytime you can insert an Ivy Leaguer on your roster, Absolutely. that's not a bad thing. <laughs> not at all. He's a pretty smart fellow. I think that's a big reason why he's been successful in the NFL. All right. Running back, who do you think the people should be looking at for their uh, for the waiver wire well, picks? Carlos Hyde really stepped up for the Seahawks, even with Chris Carson coming back for them. That's a huge sign. If you guys remember, Carlos Hyde used to be the big name running back out of Ohio State. He didn't really manifest himself anywhere in the league. But now he's with the Seahawks, and they have that weird just running back, just a just situation where they just use a new guy all the time. But Hyde's looking like the guy they want to give it to in the red zone. He runs hard, had a touchdown this last week. I think he's going to get even more touches moving forward. Pete Carroll's a guy who loves to ride the hot hand, so you should ride the hot hand as well, along with Pete Carroll. Also, Latavius Murray, I brought it up earlier. you got to bring him into the fold right now. As long as Taysom Hill is playing, Sean Payton is going to use Latavius Murray in his power running style to basically combine with Taysom Hill's ability to run the football, keep defenses guessing, and when they, when you're guessing and you got a hard runner, it punish, you punish and you punish and you punish, and that allows your offense to go more. Murray, a good pickup right now. Up next, wide receiver. A guy that you wouldn't know too well, Gabriel Davis. Well, that's because John Brown for the Bills went down, and that means that they, that they need another, another guy to step up at the position to help out Stephon Diggs. Josh Allen has a big arm, so when oftentimes he gets a guy behind the secondary, you're gonna, you're, he's going to try that shot. And Gabriel Davis is looking like he may be that guy for the Bills moving forward. Wanted to, you want to take a gamble on a, on a wide receiver right now? That's a good place to go. But there's a more familiar name out there as well, and that's Sammy Watkins. He's healthy again, and Patrick Mahomes is feeling it. After a three-touchdown performance by Tyreek Hill, you can really start looking at Sammy Watkins and say, okay, I see you, Sammy. You ain't been good since week one. But usually, I mean, Albie, over the past few years of Sammy Watkins' career, especially with the Chiefs, he's had a huge week one, disappeared for 10 weeks, and then later around playoff time, because that's the thing right now, Albie, everybody's in playoff mode right now. You got one, most leagues, you got one more week, and then it's playoff time in, in your fantasy league. So that's going to be big. So Sammy Watkins, 
he's returned for these type of weeks. So I'm looking at Sammy Watkins. If he's on my, if he's on your waiver wire, I'm snagging him up. I'm not throwing him the starter just yet, but I am keeping my eye on him because you may see the Chiefs say, oh, okay, you know what? You guys want to cover Tyreek Hill so much. Miko Hardman's been having some drops. Let's throw the veteran speedster out there in Watkins. I think he's going to become a, a really good playmaker for them moving forward. All right. Finally, tight end. A guy that really stepped up for Phil Rivers recently is Trey Burton, and it's a tough situation to gamble on that uh, that, that tight end situation with uh, with the Colts. But with with Jack Doyle and everything else going on, the Trey Burton you know has made some nice catches over the past few weeks for him. He's another guy I'd like to just kick the tires on um, at, the, at, the, at the tight end position for the Colts. Another guy that I'm looking at right now, <clears throat> excuse me, Dalton Schultz for the Cowboys. He's he's he kicked in, he caught a touchdown. Andy Dalton and the Cowboys started to feel themselves a little bit last week. It'll be interesting to see, Alvy, if they keep that going. I really think the Cowboys' key to success is still, you don't have a great quarterback anymore. I wouldn't even say Dak was great, but you don't have a very good quarterback anymore. But you still have Ezekiel Elliott. Play off Ezekiel Elliott. Use the play action. And usually my favorite person to hit off a play action to Alvy is the tight end position. That's where Dalton Schultz is going to come into play. He's, he's becoming a guy that over the middle, he could become a, a, you know, a reliable safety blanket for Andy Dalton. I think that this might, this guy might get some more red zone targets as the, as the season goes on. Are you talking about the playoffs begin for some leagues coming up very soon? Does that Chris make these, you know, last week and this week and perhaps next week, uh, really, the, 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 what could be the, the thing that pushes some the fantasy teams over the top? Is it more important now Absolutely. than earlier in the season? Absolutely, Albie, because here's the thing. Oftentimes, teams get hot. Or a player will get hot for those final weeks of the season, and you want to have that guy on your roster. Like I have one team on. They're 6-6 six and six right now. They were 1-6 to start the season because they got hurt. Now they're, they, they're on a five-game win streak. We got one more game. If we win that game, we're in the playoffs. I'm looking at Latavius Murray and all these other options to say, hey, get me in there, man. I need to win this last game. That's why you got to look at the waiver wire every single week. And especially now, as Chris mentioned, with the big ones coming up, you got to uh, make sure your team is ready to go for playoff time. Can you believe we're actually saying that? Crazy. We're into December. Make it a December to remember, Chris says. Um, <laughs> Steal on a line from Coach Mike Tomlin there or something, something like that. Uh, uh, we're back with more, uh, including the Steelers and Fantasy. We're going to get on their roster and see their, how they're doing right here on the Fantasy Football Insider. Brought to you by Cal U. Chris and I will be back after this. Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Insider. I'm Albie Oxenrider with Chris Carter. Thank you for being with us, and I guarantee you, your team, and ultimately you, will benefit if you soak up the wisdom of Sir Chris. He's on the other side. He's going to tell you, uh, he'll continue to tell you who you need to grab, who's hot in fantasy, and who you want to stay away from. This particular segment, though, we're going to talk about the Steelers and how they're doing in fantasy. And one guy uh, who was, was you were really high on based on what he had done uh, in the last several weeks but not so much now as Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, it was a little discouraging to see Ben Roethlisberger in the way that he played in his last game, but not just Ben Roethlisberger, his receiving core as a whole, as we'll get to very shortly. But, I mean, early on, Albie, we were watching the game together at Channel 11, and uh, you saw there was a wide-open touchdown he could have thrown at Derek Watt. He didn't even see it uh, as the game 
game went on, he looked, he looked a little bit out of sorts and not the Ben Roethlisberger we're used to. But I have confidence in the way – and we talked about this again on the post-game show on the Black and Gold Zone. The way that, that Ben Roethlisberger was looking at this last game, he wasn't like his young self when he would have said, oh, you know, we still won the game and I know what people say about me and, and, and saying all these other stuff. He was saying, no, we have to be better. We will be better. We have to do these things better. He's holding himself to that higher standard. That's a sign to me that he's going to get back on track. So, yes, you're probably hurting this week. And – I would still pause at starting him this week because Washington is a really tough defense. But Ben Roethlisberger, don't give up on him yet, fantasy owners. If you have a better matchup this week, do play that matchup. But if you're, if you're looking at your other quarterback and you're like, I don't know about that, then still go with Ben Roethlisberger. I think that he will at least put up two touchdowns this week and maybe a little bit more if the Steelers can get red hot. Let me just quickly interject this, and I know we got to move on with who's hot, who's not on the Steelers, see how they're doing. But isn't it true that a quarterback, especially in fantasy, is only good, as good as his receivers? And, and I did like the fact that Ben uh, took ownership of what happened yesterday. But, uh, I mean, let's face it, uh, there were a lot of drop passes that had nothing to do with Ben Robinson. Absolutely, there were a lot of drop passes. And Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool, they catch their two touchdowns. This is probably a blowout win. Um, right. And I, I think that that's another thing. But, he, he, again – it's a balanced thing. There were times also that Ben, some of the, the passes that were dropped were also poor throws when you combined with it. Correct. So yes. it's, it's yeah. one of those mixed bag things. But again, I think a lot of this had to do with this game getting pushed so far back that we were looking at it and saying, man, like, like if this game was Thursday, I don't think half of those drops happened. I think that this team is, was, would have remained focused and been on time. Athletes like Doran Dickerson was telling us on the black and gold zone um, on, on Wednesday, athletes are a group of are, are a routine group. You'll want to keep them doing the same thing over and over. All right. Let's keep on moving here. And uh, we talk about the Steelers receivers. Juju Smith-Schuster did get that touchdown pass, uh, and he's been a good target for Ben. Yeah, and you saw in the clutch moments, Ben Roethlisberger was looking right at him. On that touchdown pass, another play we saw together, Albie, I said, look at the way that Ben looked. Deontay Johnson broke wide open into the end zone. Ben didn't care. He said, you know what? We're struggling. I'm going to go to the guy that I trust the most. That was Juju on an out route. You, you hit him on the side, bang, hit him with a quick out, and that's what that's what worked for the Steelers. I think that Ben Roethlisberger continues to know that if I'm in trouble and I'm not feeling comfortable with my reads or, the, or my teammates coming through, yes, yeah, I'm going to go to Juju Smith-Schuster and let him make the play for me. That's certainly what happened on, on Wednesday, almost at Sunday, because this is just I'm still recovering from watching a Wednesday football game. But that's where I saw from Juju Smith-Schuster – uh, that's where you, that's where you got to go, go with the ball. And I'd still say, even though you got your 37 yards, that touchdown, that'll get you some good points in fantasy. Still keep starting Juju. Uh, how much of a concern uh, is Deontay Johnson right now for fantasy? A big concern because some of those passes were very catchable. He was breaking wide open and, you know, again, still consider, Hey, this was a weird week. He's a second year player. He's still getting used to things, but the drops, you know, you know, his three drops were really rough. And he's a guy where you got you want to see more from because um, he's still getting wide open. Uh, but he's also playing against one of the toughest uh, secondaries or groups against receivers in the, in the NFL. I would say the toughest secondary, but they're a tough group on receivers, that being Washington. Deontay Johnson, I'm, I might sit this week if I have a, even a, a slightly less exciting option simply because I want to see him get back on track before I start him. Where are you with Chase Claypool? I, I'm still starting him in most of my leagues. He, even though he did, he had he had a couple drops in this game himself. He's still the big shot guy. That's where he has that Deontay Johnson uh, does that doesn't right now. Um, and then you know, we, because Ben Roethlisberger will still say, "Hey, if you get behind the defense, even if you don't, I'm giving you a shot play." And that's worth you know usually some big points in fantasy. So definitely keep keep your eyes on Chase Claypool. I wouldn't 
throw them out just yet. All right, keeping our eye on the running backs and the saga of the Steelers running backs, uh, starting with James Conner, who, of course, is dealing with some COVID stuff. It is definitely a blessing that James Conner has remained asymptomatic when he, ever since he's tested positive with COVID-19. That's a really scary thing, uh, not just for Steelers fans, but for Pitt fans and for anyone who has a heart out there. And, uh, you know, being James Conner, a cancer survivor, cancer survivor, there are a lot of concerns. But the fact that he's asymptomatic, very good sign. If you're a fantasy owner, you might you want to just kind of keep your eye on what James Conner does. But, Albie, Benny Snell, we talked about this, and you said he was your, your big winner from, uh, from the black and gold zone about this game. He stepped up in this game. He was able to not just protect, not just run the ball, but he protected Ben Roethlisberger, and that's what ben, Mike Tomlin wants to see out of you. Is hey, I don't, you know, if, if you're a great playmaker, that's great, but you have to do the little things right, and he's doing the little things right. He's taking the yards that are there. He's protecting a gap for Ben Roethlisberger, reading where the blitz is coming from. That's serious progress. A good sign from Benny Snell. If Connor can't go, I would still look at Benny Snell in the next couple of weeks. All right, Eric Ebron. What do you think of Eric Ebron? Because he's certainly had some great moments this year. Uh, but, you know, a, a drops are a concern there as well. The drops were a concern, but he's a guy I think he will get back on track and he still get those targets from Ben Roethlisberger. Those two really like each other. All right, thank you, Chris. Coming up, we're going to talk about who to start and who to sit. That's right, we're finishing up with Chris's wisdom right here on the Fantasy Football Insider, brought to you by CalU, back after this. And welcome back for our final moments here on the Fantasy Football Insider, brought to you by Cal U here on WPXI Now. All right, time to figure out who you got to start, who you got to sit. And Chris has some thoughts on all of that, starting with the starting quarterback. Yeah, I'm, the guy who I'm riding the hot hand with, Kirk Cousins, he blew it up last week. I think he's going to blow it up this week again. Jacksonville, not too good against, against quarterbacks. They're ranked 30th in the league in fantasy-wise. I know that, that he's on the road and this is different, but hey – I think Kirk Cousins may be in for a big week. And, hey, I just said Derek Carr. I know. He, I'm, he's, I'm, he's struggling. I'm, I'm, but, Albie, if there's one team to get right against, it's the New York Jets. And they rank 29th against quarterbacks this year. I do give the Falcons credit. They Their defense has been tougher since Raheem Morris took over. But Derek Carr, if you don't get it right this week, Albie, I'm saying be done with them because the Jets are a horrible team. You have to take advantage of that right now you have to love the fact that you referred to him his performance as abysmal <laughs> earlier in the show and now you're saying start him yep because of those hapless jets hey, that's the thing the jets are that bad man if you, and he may even come out sluggish in this game but he's gonna eventually gonna go to say hey you know what they have a lot of weaknesses i have playmakers let's get busy all right running back david montgomery has been stepping up for the for the bears they're, they're against the Lions. The Lions are the worst team of stopping running backs in the league. I'm definitely going with him. And a, a running back for the Colts right now, because don't forget Jonathan Taylor. He's had COVID. He's been, he's been out and stuff. Naheem Hines stepping up, for, stepping up for the Colts. He's up against the Texans. The Texans are the second worst team of stopping running backs. Got to go with him there. All right. Keep on moving here with uh, your starting or your recommendations for starters. Back to this, this Jaguars-Vikings game. DJ Chark has been a playmaker, even regardless of Mike Lennon or Jake Luton or whoever's quarterbacking for that team. He's been a playmaker. He's up against the Vikings secondary. That's 28th at stopping receivers in this league. I'd give a DJ Chark a start for sure. Again, he's like 
Chase Claypool. He's do he, you, know, you can take a big shot play. If he hits one of those, you're a happy fantasy owner. Another guy similar to that is Nelson Aguilar. He's up against the Jets. The Jets 27th of stopping receivers. I said how bad they are. This is a this is a player who could take advantage of that for a big play. Another big shot guy. Give Nelson Aguilar a look in your in your flex spot this week. All right, tight end. Jared Cook's been struggling with Taysom Hill, but the Falcons are horrible at stopping tight ends. He, with all the other things the Falcons have improved on, they still haven't stopped that. I give him a look. My other guy, Darren Waller, he's up against the Jets for the Raiders. You got to give him a start. They're 30th in the league. All right, defenses. You like Pittsburgh? Yeah, I mean, I, I think this is going to actually be a defensive battle on Monday at 5 p.m. against Washington. Uh, the Steelers, Washington, both two, two of the top defenses in the league, but the Steelers, Alex, Alex Smith, He's not going to be throwing the ball deep. Uh, Antonio Gibson is a young running back, but I just don't see anything that the Washington can do in this game that's going to hurt the Steelers too much, and there'll be a good fantasy start on defense. What do you like with Miami against Cleveland? I love that the, that the, the, the uh, Dolphins – actually, I think I, 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 missed, I mispronounced – I misput that. Um, the Dolphins are, are playing another team this week, so that's my fault um, on the list there. But the Dolphins this week, they're, 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 a, t- they're a tough bunch usually anyways – um, and I'd be, I'd be looking at them to start soon because I love it. And it's, it's the Bengals, not the Browns. That's my, that was the mistake, but the Bengals, they don't got a quarterback situation. They can trust right now. The dolphins are at home. I can see a lot of interceptions from Byron Jones, um, and Xavier Howard. Those are two aggressive cornerbacks that are going to be jumping passes. I think it's going to be a rough time for them. All right. Time to talk about who you should sit and you're ready to sit Kyler Murray. Yeah, Kyler Murray, this is a tough week. He's going up against the Rams. They're, they're a tough group. And I look at them and I say, hey, you know what, Kyler, you got to step up for your guys. But, you know, if I'm a fantasy owner, you know, you could tell him to step up, but it's a whole different story when you got to actually have him step up. So that's part of the problem there. Um, I'm, not, I'm not playing Kyler Murray right now. All right. Also, uh, looking to sit Matt Ryan. Yeah, Matt Ryan, just a tough, tough week for him. He's going up against the Saints, even without Taysom Hill. That defense is still fourth in the league at stopping quarterbacks. Stop it. Stop it. Don't start him this week. All right. Take it away. Uh, we got about a minute left. I love you on the speed round. All right, Todd Gurley's going to start off your running back. Yeah, no Todd Gurley against the Saints. They're number one at stopping running backs, so absolutely not. Benny Stellan, James Conner, whoever starts, don't play them against Washington. I know your Steelers fans out there, you want to, but they're six of stopping running backs. Trust Ben Roethlisberger to get this game done. Christian Kirk for the Cardinals, absolutely not. He's going up against Jalen Ramsey and the Rams. No, stay away. Deontay Johnson, like I said, until he gets his drops together, I ain't trusting him. Darren Fells against the Colts, uh, I don't like that. I mean, he's, the Colts are really good at stopping tight ends. And Tyler Higby, I said stay away from him last week. I'm telling you, the Cardinals are good at stopping tight ends too. Don't do it to yourself this week. Browns, defense at the Titans. The Titans are going to light that defense up. Stay away from them. And the Broncos, no chance I start the Broncos anytime they play the Chiefs. You know what? I gave you a minute. You did all that in 40 seconds. You're amazing. Thank you, sir. I like that. That even leaves you with some time to say goodbye to everybody. Yes, I can say goodbye. Thanks so much for watching the Fantasy Football Insider. Don't forget, we got halftime adjustments this week, and I'm on. Yeah, we're going to do both with Chris this week. It's a doubleheader. That's it for the Fantasy Football Insider, brought to you by Cal U. Thank you so much, Chris Carter, and good luck with your fantasy team. Listen to Chris. I'm Albie Oxenrider. We'll see you next week.